Okay, today's daf is daf yud, and the way we ended yesterday's shir was trying to understand how it is possible when it comes to an etrog, according to Shittad Rabban Gamliel, that you can be for shvi'it like an ilan, meaning you go by chanata, and then for for a vegetable it would be it would be treated like sorry for for maaser like a vegetable go shat likita. So, which was strange because you come up to this interesting situation. If you had a, a etrog that flowered during Schmidt and you picked the next year, it would be Hefger and Chayva Meiser. It just didn't make sense. So, how do, how do you, how do the two work together? So, we'll begin today from a few lines down. Amr Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan says, In the other years of the Schmidt year, in terms of determine what the Meiser Shane is, you treat it like a Yerek. However, in Schmidt, you treat it like an Ilan. So, we'll understand, have to stand, understand how this works. If you look in the first picture, very simple. It flowered on the fifth year, and you picked it in the sixth year. We say, according to him, you go according by for Maaser and all the other years of Shemitah cycle, we treat it like a vegetable. So since you picked it in the sixth year, the second Maaser would be Maaser Ani, because it's like it was from the sixth year. However, from the sixth to the seventh year, that's different now. We say now that you treat it like a shishit. You treat it like an ilan. Why? Because you said for shmita, for shvid, we treat it like an ilan. So read Reb Chaim, and I think I've quoted mostly on the on the page. Meaning, gamli imchiyuv ma'isa shabo, afilu benichnas meshishit leshvid, kevan de shvid gorem aptur. Since what's going to be causing the fact that it's part of Rishamasa Maisrot in that year, it's the Shemitah year. And for Shvir, we treat it like an Ilam. So therefore, you go back by when it flowered. Okay? So therefore, Chayva Maisa in Shvir Tamelech Bokilam. Okay? So that's, that's how we explain it. So that's what very simple. So if we start out, starts out easy. Simple cases from fifth year to sixth year, treat like sixth year, like an Yerek. However, if we're going to sixth year to seventh year, because Shemitah things can be potterate. And for Shemitah, we go by when it flowers, we treat it like a tree. Therefore, you treat it like it was a Shishit. Okay? So Chayva Maisa Ani. Now, what happens in the next case? Nichnas, if you just changes as we go along, nichnas mechamisha l'shisha l'shvid. So it flowered in the fifth year, and then you and it stayed on the tree for a long time, all the way until the either picked in a shisha or shvid. We'll get to that in a moment. Laktan changed the word b'shishit. If you pick it in the sixth year, then that's no different to the first case we discussed. If flowered in the fifth year, you pick it in the sixth year. Well, it's you treat it like a yerek yerek l'maiser. However, Laktan, change the word again to now, Beshvit, so it flowered in the fifth year, and I'm picking it all the way in the Shemitah year, then that's like the previous case here, that if you flowered in the sixth year, and you flowered, sorry, flowered in the sixth and you picked it in the Shemitah year, then you go by, since the flower is Shemitah year, you go by when it flowered, so then you treat it like, in the previous case we said Shishit, so in this case, you treat it like a Chamishit. So you take it all the way back to here. Okay? Finally, what happens if it flowered in the sixth year and it stayed all the way through Shemitah year until the eighth year? Motzei Shemitah. So if it's Meshishit L'Shvid L'Shminit, so here we've got a few different cases. We've got to fill in a bit of the Girsa, the, the, the Girsa changes. If Lakdan B'Shvid, if you picked it in the Shemitah year, we've already discussed that case, because Shishit Shinichnas L'Shvid, you treat it like a Shishit. Okay? Because you go by when it flowered, because it's in the Shemitah year, you treat it like an Ilan. However, if it's now gone from Shishit all the way and you picked it into the in the Shminit, then what do we say? The Gemara says that you treat it like a, well, Shminit, because it's not in the Shmita yet. So you go by the Likita, and the Maasa Shani would now be, ma, the, the second Maasa would be Maasa Shani because it treated like a Shminit, and not you wouldn't treat it like a Shishit, so it wouldn't be Maasa 
ani. Okay, that is how we uh, how we sort of grapple with these two competing concepts of shmita and meiser having different determining de determining factors according to Rabban Gamliel. Okay, however, the Gemara continues. came along and they they um, they decided. Etrog for etrog So when it comes to an etrog, they say you treat it like a yerek for shmita and Mesa. So just so we can see, I've just charted out all the different opinions. Rabbi Gamliel says for all the Ravai and shmita, we treat like Elan. It's only Mesa we treat like a yerek. Rabbi Lezor's consistent says no, it's no different to any other fruit. Okay, it's the Ke'ilan. However, when it comes to the Chachamim, the Chachamim say that. Uh, when it, that actually it's a bit of a even a change within Shita Rabban Gamliel that even for Shmita and Mesa together we treat it like a Yerek. Now why is it by Etrog so different to another fruit? And we said that that is because, I think we mentioned this in other Masechus before, is that, that it's not like any other fruit. Meaning Etrogim need to be watered in the same fashion with the same amount of water than that other vegetables. Right, so therefore, it has sort of qualities in terms of its care that it's really like a rov maim or a rov maim. I can't remember what the expression is. So that's why they some opinions grapple with the idea. That's why it was it was incredible if you notice this year in the Schmidt year, you could no one could do anything with these with etrog trees, and we've probably had the best etrog we've had in years. I don't know. I had closed boxes. I bought the closed boxes that they also baked in, and every single etrog we opened up was like the best ones we ever had. I got from my family. That's one of the miracles of Shmita year. That despite the fact etrog means so much care and so much attention, Akadosh Baruch Hu does all the care and attention when it comes to Shmita year, and, and it was like a, it was obvious. The whole shul had the same had the same um, experience. Anyway, let's continue. So, fine. Rabbi Yirmiya said, Rabbi Yirmiya b'shem Rabbi Yochanan said, Rabbi Simon b'shem b'shem Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi hakol modim shrosh hashana shelo b'chamisha asal b'shvat. Now, despite the fact we've said that it's treated like a yerek for maaser, or it's treated like a yerek for shvi'it according to chachamim, nonetheless, you don't say that it's rosh hashana for it determining the year is literally rosh hashana. You still say the rosh hashana is tu b'shvat, meaning. In other words, if you picked it before or after Tu Bishvat, that's a determining factor, according to those she taught. So it's still, even if we treat it like a Yerik by Likita, it still is part of the tree family that the Rosh Hashanah Lila not is Tedvav. Okay? Uh, fine. Now, Rabbi Yochanan Shal, Rabbi Yonatan, Kesidran Shoshanim or Kesidran Shal Tukufot. Now, I've left the shit up because we're going to do something in a minute on it. But, um, so Rabbi Yochanan asks, so Rabbi Yochanan asks Rabbi Yonatan, one second, this Tu Bishvat, is it something that we go according to every year the Jewish calendar? Or is Kesidran Shel Tukufot? Or is it 45 days after Tukufat Teve? In other words, is it a solely function? Is it a seasonal thing that we determine it by? And as you know, the seasons in the Chalachid is Tukuf, you've got different Tukufat, Tukufat, um, and Tukufat Teve is within Shvadiz. So do we, is it like, do we, should we go by an English date? Let's put it that way. So he says, Amalei Kesidran Shoshanim, no. The Rosh Hashanah Ilanot is actually go according to the Jewish date. It's always Tu Bishvat. Afilushnam will bear it, even if it's going to be thrown off a bit by uh, being a leap year or prior to what I should say. Because the leap year is after it. But yes. So the previous, because Adar is after Shvat. So Maaser Rabbi Akiva. Now, this is the case of Rabbi Akiva. We'll have a look here. Maaser Rabbi Akiva says, What happened? Shalakat Etrog, he picked his Etrog. Venahagal of Alav, he treated the Khumras of both Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel. Okay. Now, what does it mean, Beit Shammai Behila? Because the Machloka Beit Shammai and Beit Hila, I'm not sure if you remember if it's from Mishnayot, but when is Rosh Hashanah Ilanot? Is it Tu Bishvat or is it Aleph Bishvat? 
Okay, so it seems like Rabbi Akiva picked his etrog. He happened to pick it on the first of Shvat, and he wasn't sure how to deal with it. Is it Master Joy? Is it Master Shani? Is it, is it Master Ani? Because he wasn't sure. Is that now go by Lakita? Clearly, that's what it sounds like. And uh, picked it, and but he's picked it after Rosh Hashanah according to Beit Shammai, but before Rosh Hashanah according to Beit Hillel. So Nahagba, therefore, he treated as both the second Maaser as both Master Shani Master Ani. We'll see how you do that in a moment. Now the Gemara says, but Lamali Etrog, why is it talking about an Etrog? A Filushar kol Ilan. This is not a suffix with us by Etrogim. Any other fruit tree would have this same question. So it says, no, Tani Kuchumre Ramangamli of the Kuchumre Rebeliezer. What do you mean by Kuchumre? Because if you saw, that's our Mishnah. Rabbi Gamliel says you treat it like a Yerek. So it's by Lekita. And Rebeliezer says for Maiso, I treat it like a tree. So it's go by the Chanata. Okay. So the Gemara says, um, so that, that's what it looks like here. So he happened to pick that, pick it on Aleph Bishvat. It flowered a lot before it. So according to, uh, let's say, I think it's going from the second to the third year. So according to uh, Rebeliezer, if it's Shavele Ilan, well, that should be Masashani. According, according to Rabban Gamliel, if you go by Lakita, now it's in the next year. So therefore, it should be Maser Ani. That's, that's who was Machmir that way. So the Gemara says, that doesn't make sense. You know why it doesn't make sense? Because Rabban Gamliel, they have from, the, they are Talmud of Beit Hillel, meaning they don't hold Rosh Hashanah's Aleph Bishvat. They hold the Rosh Hashanah's Tu Bishvat. So according to the picture I'm showing you now, it's happening, both the flowering and the Lakita having in the same year. So what's even the Safek? It doesn't make sense. If you picked on an other Shabbat, it's before Rosh Hashanah, Lila not. So Amr of Yossi Barbun Tifta B'Shachanat Kodem Tu B'Shvat Shel Shnia, all the way the previous year. So in other words, what's happened here? He has, it flowered here, all the way before Tu B'Shvat. And then he happened to pick it all the way in Aleph B'Shvat the next year. Now, really, it could have been the same question had he picked it a month later, meaning before abridging Tu Bishvat. It just happened to be that was the case. The case was, it was on the train, he happened to pick an Aleph Bishvat. And because of that, since we don't know if you go by the this Machlok, if we go by the Chanata or the Likita, for the Shnat Meiser, that's why he was Nogl Chumrah. Okay, so that's what he said. Amar Rabbi Yossi Barbun Tifta B'Shachanat Kodem Tu Bishvat Shel Shnia. And it went into the third year. Uh, also, therefore, I'll die to the Roman the Maeser is Maeser Ani. I'll die to Rebbeezer, the Maeser is Maeser Shani. Because again, Rebbeezer says you go by the Kita. Um, so now the Gemara says, so Asalo, what do you do with this, the, the Maeser, the second Maeser of it? How do you treat it? So Kara Shem La Maeser Shani, within his mouth, he called it Maeser Shani. He was put it out of Chashash of his Maeser Shani. But then, but not no la ani, but he gave it to an ani just in case it was master ani. So that's how it was machmir like both, if you like, to solve that situation. Okay, I'll stop the chart for the moment, but we will be revisiting it soon. I thought. Okay, no, we won't. All right, let me just close it. Let's get it. Damal chishnayim. Now, damal chishnayim means a human blood. So that is shut now because what we've just done, we've compared. Etrog to a tree in a vegetable. We see all these other halachas where you've got certain uh, certain isurin or certain items that share quality of two other items. It's domelazer or domelazer. So let's have a look. Dam So human blood is shavel dam behema. It's it shares. It is similar to dam behema, meaning blood from an animal. 
In that, that it's lahachshir et hazraim, meaning it affects hechshir. So if you recall, we say when you pick a, a fruit or product from the ground, it, it's not immediately susceptible to tumah unless one of the seven liquids come into contact with it. One of those is dam. So we understand that dam adam is like dam behemah that affects hechshir. However, it's also similar to dam sheret, so you're not chayiv karet on it if you eat it. Okay, that's what it sounds like initially. Meaning the chiyuv karet of drinking blood is only behemah and not human or dama besheretz. So the Gemara is going to explain that now. Rav Vabar Hunavah says b'shem Rav im hutrubol. However, if they warn him for eating this dam, dam adam adam, that would be, then he would get malchus. Or dam sheretz, I should say. V'atanin adam sheretz ain't chayvim alav. But one second, didn't we say on a mission of adam sheretz, you're not chayv malchus. You're not chayv on it at all. It sounds like it's completely muta. Or well, no, I won't say muta, but it's, you're not chayv on it. So Amarava ain chayvim alav karet. No, when it says chayvim, you're not chayv karet, but it's still an isul love. So someone would get Malchus, for example, if they had dam sheratzim of one of these teeming creatures. Now we said that doesn't make sense. Why the hatani dam alchishnaim sheim bam tumakala dam sheratz sheim bam tumachumar? Now what's this referring to? You have to appreciate what this is actually coming out of a brighter. So I read your Chaim. He says brighter but sosefta. That is shnu begamara it's taught it's brought in baran bavli. In the beginning of Kritot, he says, There, it is, it excludes the blood of a human Adam of a Sheretz from Isur Dam at all, completely. Not, not even, a, not just Karat, from Malchus at all. Dichtiv, as it says, Karab, call Dam Lotochel, you know, they have blood. And in that Pasuk, it talks about Allah for Ma, and the, because the Pasuk made reference to a bird and a beast, Therefore, ma of ubehema miuchadim shiyesh bahem tumakala butumachumura. So the isur of, of having blood only applies to those creatures that have both a tumakala and a tumachumura, a light and a severe tuma. What does that mean? Perush. Tumakala means tumat ochlim, meaning the flesh of it, the basar itself, is defined as food and it can, can become tama. That's tumakala. And tumachamura means it's like a nevela. It has a chamur tuma. So that's uh, uh, to, to matama, to the human being. And matama bagadim, it's to matama gadim, meaning if a human's t- carrying a nevela, his clothes also become tama. He becomes an avatuma while he's carrying it. Okay. Now that's excludes. What does it excludes? And oh, by the way, also same with an off. If you have a nevela off tahor, as you're swallowing it, if it's in the beta bliya, it's also matama exclude. Now that Gemara says it's, this is now referring to the Gemara. That excludes the, the blood of a human being because they don't have tumakala. You never define the flesh of a human being as food that it can matame And it also excludes dam sheratzim that don't have tamachumra. Tamachumra means, yes, it is an avatuma, but if I'm carrying a sheratz, it doesn't make my clothes tame. Okay? So what we've seen here, clearly in the Gemara, it's memma'et dam sheratzim from the Isur Malkus. You wouldn't, it's not Isur Doraisa to have it. like So in other words, what does it mean here that uh, he was trying to say, initru bolokim? What does it mean when Rabba, sorry, Rabba said the Rav Huna said in Rav Rav that you get Malkus? So Gemara says, no, I'll explain that differently. Amarav chia barada hadadatim bashutru mishum dam. When doesn't he get Malchus at all? That's when you were, when he's picking up a, cl- a cup of, I don't know, lizard juice, uh, lizard blood. I don't know what, some damsharatsim. And you, and you warn him, don't drink it because it, it's also to have blood. You wouldn't get Malchus because there's no also to have that blood. There's no Doraisa to have it. Again, talking about Doraisa. Adal, if you warned him, don't have it. It's a sheratsim. It's also to eat sheratsim. Well, we say the dam of a sheratsim is like a besaro. And therefore, that's when you get Malchus. Okay. That's a case of sheratsim. Next, koi. Now, the koi itself is, we know, 
Begadol, it's a suffix behemoth suffix chayat. Exactly what a quiz we'll discuss in the Gemara, and that's going to have implications on how we understand the Gemara. As, as the Mishnah is, you say. So it's koi yesh behem drachim shave lachaya, the yesh bochim shave lachaya. So a koi has certain halachas that make it equal to a chaya or equal to behema. The yesh barim the shave lachaya behema, and certain halachas that are equal to both behema and chaya. It's not equal to either. So let's have a look. How is it similar to a chaya? Now, meaning there's a there's a mitzvah when you shech the chaya and off that the blood has to be covered over. That doesn't apply to behemah. Now, because it's a suffix chay suffix behemah, I have to be machmir with it like a chaya. Okay? So if I shech this koi, I have to cover its blood. However, the ain't but you can't shech this 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 koi on yontov. Why? Because even if I prepared something to cover over the the blood of the shechit I'm doing, it's it's the it will still be muktza that afer for your use of a koi. Why? Because it's considered muhan la davar vadai, but not muhan la davar safek. Okay, so that's in other muhan. It's muktza. In other words, it's um. Uh, the afer, the, the ashes is that you use for kisui is muhan muhan even though it's muhan because usually when they set it aside it's only for vadai not for suffik. However, im shachatu um, if you shachato if you shecht it then you can't do kisui adam on this koi. Why? Because if someone sees you doing kisui adam on a koi on yontov they'll think ah this is a vadai. Chaya. But the problem is, if it's a Vadai Chaya, that may have another problem. That is because, what's another important difference in the Chaya and Bahima? Whether the Chaylev is Asu, the certain fats of the animal. For a Chaya, it is Mutar. For a Bahima, it's Isu Karet. Okay? So if someone sees you on Shabbos doing, kis- doing Kisuya Adam for this Koi, you'll think, ah, oh, it's a Vadai Chaya, I can now eat the Chaylev, and you cannot. So that's why you wouldn't be able to keep Kisuya Adam on a Koi on Yontav. Similarly, the Chelwa Metamat Tumat Nevela, Similarly, the chaylev is considered part of the animal for a chaya, and therefore if it's a dead chaya, it would have a tumat nevela. However, it's not a source of tumah for a behema. Why? Because the Torah explicitly said, you can use the chaylev for whatever you like, even though you're allowed to eat it. So therefore, it's not a source of tumah. So therefore, since it's a suffix, it'll be tumah tomi suffix, you treat it as a suffix tamah. Let's continue. You can't use it to redeem a petah hamor, because the Torah says with petah hamor, the firstborn donkey, you tifte beseh. Now, when you tifte beseh, that doesn't mean a lamb, it can mean lamb, goat, but it's a, again, well, this will, how we understand these, these words here will make a difference and understand what a koi is, whether it be a bf natmor or a kilain. But in any, either event, you can't use it to put a, uh, Peter Chamor. Okay, next. Ketza Shevela Bahima has similar to a Bahima. So Chelbo Asu, we said the Chelbo Asu, because you have to be Koshesh like that, it's Kechela Bahima. Or, however, in Chayvim like Karat, you wouldn't be Chayv Karat because it's a suffix, meaning the person, if he did a Beshogu, wouldn't have to bring a Korban. You'll see that's why important in a moment. The Ain Lilkach Bekesef Maise Lechol Birshalayim, you can't use Maise Sheni money to purchase a, this Koi to eat Nurshalayim. The Gemara will elaborate. The Chayvim also Bezroi Velachayim Bekeva. There are certain mat- matanot that are given from a behema, which is the foreleg, the the the, 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 the drawer, and the stomach. Now, you might think, but one second, Rebeliezer's shita, that's right now, that's his potzer, would be exempt. It makes more sense, because I'm not seeing a lavaraya. 
In other words, if it's matanot, and that's a suffix, we have to give the matanot, why wouldn't, why would you have to give the matanot? Why do you say matim That seems to make sense, but you'll see why chachalim say, even this koi, you have to give this matanot. We'll get to that in the Gemara. How is he different to both the chayam behema? We said, asur mishum kilaim im chayabim behema. That it's also Mishum Kilaim, either interbreeding or working together with the Chay and Behemah. Now, this kind of makes sense according to the Shitta that, um, that a, a Koi is a mixed breed. Okay. In other words, the question is, are we Choshesh for the side of the father or not? Okay. That's what it seems to be. Now, what we're saying here is, even if the mother is a, a, a we'll get to this, a goat, um, and you want to do a Kilaim with a, another goat, we say, no, you can't because it could be that the father is a, we choshish for the father being a tzvi of this mixed braided thing. That's what that's where kilaim comes into it. Because if you weren't choshish, then you could mix them together. Uh, it says, even if someone is being Moorish's property and writes all my chayot and behemot to go to my son, well, that doesn't include the koi because it's 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 only vaday chayin behemah. This is a suffix. Look at the koi. Amar if someone's harayni nazir, I'm a nazir shezechayo behemah or sheein zechayo behemah. He's a nazir. We'll see all these cases in the Gemara soon. And everything else is like a, it's like a behemah. Meaning, it requires shchita. Meaning, if it drops dead, it didn't get shchita, it's a source of tumah. Also, if you cut a limb off it, it's a tummy mishum nebemenachai as well. And also, kazeh u kazeh. Okay, let's look at the Gemara. Man asks, what's a koi? So Amr Rebelazar says it's actually a case of kilaim. So it's ez sha'ala al gabetzvi. So a goat who had a relationship with a Tzvi with a, um, a female deer, a doe. The tzvi sha'ala al gabay aiza, or the other way around, meaning the, the male was a tzvi and the, and the female was an iza, meaning a goat. The Rabbanan Amri says, no, it's minhu, it's a, it's a unique species. Meaning it wasn't a, in, a, a pro- produced from kilaim, but rather it's another type of species of animal the Chachamim couldn't work out as a chayabayama. Okay. Let's continue. Why you can't? Sorry. Is that also the halacha that we don't know what it is? Um, I don't know what halacha is. Oh, okay. okay. I think I think we don't know what it is. Meaning anyway. what the what this koi actually is? Yeah. I think that I think there are actually discussions of what it can be. I think I actually when my son was learning Mishnayos on this, um, he actually picked up the Steinsatz and had photos of they tried to identify three or four different animals which could be this um could be this koi. Uh, but still, halakhic, we don't know what that koi is. Like, it is the chayi behema. Okay? Doesn't Slifkin live in Bechemesh? Sorry? Doesn't Slifkin live in Bechemesh? I'm sure, yeah, it's actually down the road from me. So I'm sure um, we could ask him. But I, th- I think they must have referred to him anyway when they probably put the... the it's a new Steinsatz Mishnah that came out. And had three... Maybe I can find a picture for you later and I'll send it. Anyway. You can't use the petachamor. It says, Padui bekoi. Um, if you'd used a koi... In other words, you'd have to do a padia again, Michashash. However, if one of them died, then we say, Because I had to do the padia again, Misafek. So one of these two animals is a coin. As soon as it drops dead, you can say, Well, who says, let's say the koi dropped dead. Who says that my uh, padia wasn't a good padia? Maybe the koi was a good padia in that situation. Let's continue. So Our Mishnah says if you have the chalev of a koi, then you wouldn't be chayv to bring a korban. 
However, Rebbe Lezer says, well, it's a suffix, you have to bring a sham talui, like any case we've got a suffix, it's okaret. However, Matnita, that brighter of Rebbe Lezer is not like Rav. The Rav says, Kosh efshar la vado lo yuchav. She ifshar, ifshar mean ifshar, cannot la modal vado lo yuchav em al sveko asham talui. In other words, Rav says, when you bring an asham talui, you only bring an asham talui if, if it was possible to mavaverat a suffix. For example, there was a bit of normal fat and some chaylev and you ate one of them. Meaning you know that there's a vada iso there. However, a koi is, you'll never be able to resolve what it is. It's a perpetual suffix. So if something like a perpetual suffix, its status, you wouldn't bring an asham tolu on it. Ah, so therefore, um, so therefore you quite clearly see here that patala chokim al divrei So we've said that Rav is cholik on the rebelazar, because rebelazar says you do bring a, 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 a sham talui in this case of having a chelev koi. How can Rav be cholek on Rav Lazar? Well, it's not a problem because our Mishnah, we've just said, you don't bring a korban at all on it. That's like Rav is like the Tanana Mishnah, that it's not, you don't bring a Sham Talui on any Suffolk karet, only a Suffolk Yefshalev Arer, as he said. For example, there were two pits of fat on the table, one was Shoman and one was Chalev, and you ate one of them and you weren't sure which one. Let's continue. And the Gemara says, Afilu b'shashu l'okhim behema basar taiva, ein nilkach b'kesef, so what does this mean, even the time you could purchase basal, basal, basal taiva? Now, we mentioned this back in Master Shani, that really what would happen is, initially you could use a Master Shani money to purchase any food in Yushalayim. However, they made it also to use Master Shani money to buy a behema, because you could have used that for a korban instead. Okay, so clearly you can't use it to purchase a koi because that's a korban. But he says even before that, even at the time we could use it to buy money just to buy any food, you still couldn't use it to buy a koi. Why? Because of the chaylev. Once again, the Rav Chaim explains is because if it's a chaya, you could have eaten the whole thing. But if it's a behema, you can't. So therefore, because of this suffix, I can't have the chaylev and I'm wasting masasheni money. So that's why you can't use Master Shani by purchase a koi, even if it's for consumption and clean up for a korban. Let's continue. Now we said the matanot that come from a, from a, a behema, the zorah lechaim bekeva. Chachamim say you have to give it from this koi. Rebbe Yezid says your pater. Rebbe Yezid du ama achshav hu nistapek lo lo du ama pater. So Rebbe Yezid is a fishitato. Why? Because Rebbe Yezid is of the shita that says it's not a bria bifneatzmo. It's this a product of kilaim. And therefore, since it's a suffix, hamotzi mechavarav araya. However, Rabbanan also lishitatam, because the Rabbanan said it's not a kilaim, it is what? It is a bria bifne atzmo. So din marin minhu, so ikro in on amrin chayav. So that is based, I'll read you, um, Reb Chaim says here, because they hold, the chayim ishub the rib ta Torah. The Torah includes a koi for this. Because it's imse, meaning the calls the im min bifneatzmo the shaykh leme ribta Torah af min suffik. So you've got this funny lash in the Torah that it comes to include it. Now you could only say the Torah includes this koi if it's a bria bifneatzmo, okay? Because if it's just a product of kilaim, what's the Torah? And we just don't know how to resolve it. The Torah is not going to have a mafurish puzzle to include that. So again, shita chachamim is why is it chayev bezroel chayev bekeve? Because it because it's a bimif natsmo, and the Torah explicitly included that for the chiyu of these matanot for this coin. Okay, let's continue. Oh, time. Okay, mid, um, the Gemara now um, says as follows. So, maybe in Lok Rebbe, why the Tani Rebbe says, uh, so, not, not Rebbe yet, if someone's maktish the chayot and behemot, 
This is like the Tanana Mishnah. When you say Chaya, you say Behema, you're talking about the Vada, Vada ones, and you're not in, mentioning a Koi. However, Rebbe says Hikdishet Koi. When you say Chaya Behema, it includes a Koi. So our Mishnah that says if he was Moorish, he's Chaya Behema to his children, right? And it doesn't include a Koi, that can't be Shet Rebbe, because Rebbe says Chaya Behema would also include a Koi as well, like we say when someone's Makdish their property. Next. Harini Nazir now the Gemara elaborates from Masech uh, Nazir. It says, "Hare Amar Hare Nazir If it says regarding Koi, I'm a Nazir. If this is a Chaya, then it's a Nazir. Well, there's a Nazir. That's not a Chaya. Well, he's also a Nazir. He's also a Nazir. Then he's also a Nazir. He's also a Nazir. Why? Because we machmir in the case of a suffix. That's a very simplest way to say. I think it's a, the, it's a much broader discussion when you learn the Nazir and Badli. when we get to it actually now. Not sh- in your I'm not sure. But we're, we're machmir. Okay, let's continue. At the end of the mission, we talk about all the ways that a koi is like a behemoth chaya. He says, look, why don't you also include the case of the isur of a robber and nirba, meaning have a relationship with a male or female with this animal? So it said, also be chayad. So the Gemara says, calm down. I'm related to Basofa. We said at the end, Vashar called Rachim Shavim Lechai Behema. You've got a catch all anyway regarding all the Avisurim, and that's part of that old catch all. Okay, with that we say, Hadron Allah, Now we begin the third and final parak, and this is a wonderful parak because it t- talks about the whole procession in the story of from Hafrasha, or the designating Bikrim, all the way till the reaching of Trisha line. So let's begin. Ketzah Mafrishin at Bikrim. How does someone, someone, someone separate Bikrim? You read it on the Tokhsadeh. He goes into his field. And what happens, he sees a fig that's just starting to develop, very early stage, or eshkol, a bunch of grapes, shabikar, rimon shabikar, so either a bunch of grapes or rimon, it's early stage, koshran vegemi, you tie a reed around it, v'omer harei elu bikrim. So you designate maktishin as bikrim while it's still in the tree. As we said previously, that's a that's one of the distinctions of bikrim, as opposed to trumot or masrot, you can mafrish, if you like, or designate it while it's still in the chubar, the karaka. Okay? However, oh, there's an interesting discussion about this, but uh, we don't, definitely don't have time. But let's just say while it's still attached to the tree. Oh, so what? Sorry, make, make clear. Just so I get out of other machlokets. While it's even its early stages of development, let's call it that. However, Rishimot says, Nonetheless, you've got a koreotam bikurim once it's macharshit l'shu, and that sounds like once it's actually picked from the tree, or another one saying once it's fully developed. Um, I did a mission article on this uh, a few weeks ago. You can see the mission website on this Shita Rebbe Shimon. But anyway, but it sounds like that, and it's that's a machloket that um, that Kori Rebbe Shimon only once it's fully developed and picked from the tree out for simplicity. That's when you can yeah, call it Bikurim. So case of Mashrim Bikurim. So all that the Rebbe Shimon the Gemara says Lokrash What happens if you designate as Bikurim while it was on the tree, but when you picked it off, you didn't designate it as Bikurim? So he says, well, it didn't work. It was Ephes, Masha, Sita. What you did when it was still on the tree was nothing. Therefore, Lekitshu, it's not Bikurim. Ein Medami, if it gets mixed with Chulin, doesn't make Meduma. Ein Chavim Mechomesh, if Zar eats it, it's not Chayiv Chomesh. Vein Lokim Chutz Lechoma. And you wouldn't get Malkus um, if you ate this thing, Chutz Lechoma. What's interesting, it doesn't sound like it's Ephes. It's talked about Holodin and applied to Bikurim. But again, uh, I'm sort of tempted to go into more Eon here, but I'll, you know, I'll send you a link to it. Let's get you. Ma time of the Rabbanon. What's Shira Chachamim? Why, why is it that even if it's an early stage still on the tree, you have in Biku, uh, that, uh, sorry, that you can designate as be Bukurim? Because it says, Vata hineheveti at Rishit Priyadama. When you, when you make the declaration, is it now brought the fruits of my land? Mean Bishat have a other understand. It's only because at the time of Haveti did it have to be a pre. 
אבל בשעת הפרשה, at the time of when you designated, אפילו בוסר, even if it's very early stage of development, אפילו פגימית of either grapes or figs, it would still be okay. אדאטו רבי שמעון, רבי שמעון understands it differently, because he says the פסוק does a hekesh. The פסוק, because it says, ולחקת מפרי, מראשית כל פרי אדמה, אשר תביא. So you see that לקחתה is connected to אשר תביא. So therefore, מה בשעת הבאה, just as שעת הבאה has to be already developed as a פרי, אף בשעת הפרשה, so to when you designate the בקרימה, it has, already has to be fully developed as a, as a פרי. So Rabbi Zira Bayez asks the following question. Bikurei yechur maushi yutir chanato. Now this is an interesting question, meaning what it's saying, you've got Bikurim, and you designated it, does that matter the, those other fruit on that same branch that haven't yet fully developed? They're still at a blossoming stage. Now why is it even a question? Because according to this Tana, Tania Bikurim acham mishishim. Now this is the, um, the Gemara says, sorry, Rav Chaim says, this is, Tana is being cholik on what we learned before. We said before that, again, something unique by Bikurim, it doesn't have a shear. But this Tana says, no, Bikurim achan mishishim. So therefore, the question is, when I'm taking Bikurim now, do I also, does it also work, or do I, do I calculate it, all the other blossom things that are still in blossom, still even before at least age of development, as part of my calculations or not? That's kind of the question. So having said that, the Gemara says, also all the th- other things that are mentioned, shishim. So Rishita gez bishishim. The first of the shearing is 160th. Trumatmea, chamishim. When it comes to trumagdol, if you remember, it's been a 40th and a 60th. If the trumatmea anyway, I can take the smaller measure, which is 160th. Tanar Yishmael says, Once again, Rabbi Shmael is of the shita that says it is 160th. Peah mishishim. we talk about peah as well, all the way back near the beginning of our learning, that is when you, the corner of the field you have to leave for the poor is also 160th. Reshita Gez is 160th, chamishim. Trumatmea, chamishim. that's still part of the bright of Rabbi Shmael. Truma she'ena koni makbidim alav. We've seen this before. Truma as well, even if it's not me'ah. If it's something the koni don't really care for, then we said also you don't have to do a 140th, you can do a 60th. Umaylecha, one of these things, we saw this back in what Masechta, it was uh, recently, in a uh, yeah, previous Masechta Orla, these are the klisin, klisin is some sort of legume, charuvim is carobs, the sehorim sheba edom. And the bali in edom, these are things you didn't really care for much, for much, so therefore when it comes to trumagdola, you can just do the smaller shear of 160th. Okay, we made it. Um, Mr. Shem will pick up from the Mishnah tomorrow. Cool.